Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. It's been a light month, I'll admit. Uh, I've been under the weather. I said it before, I think on the last recording. I mean, this cold has been going on for easily 14, 15 days for me. Uh, And it's the weirdest one. I mean, I personally haven't been sick in, well, aside from the whole gallbladder thing, which I think is not quite sick. It's... (laughs) It's a body collapsing detrimental mess, uh, but that was a in and of its own right there. Uh, but with regards to like cold, sickness, flu, I haven't been sick uh, honestly since I quit smoking, like four years ago, five years ago, 2017. Anyhow, I don't know how many years ago that was with the whole COVID lockdown and our time being taken from us and changed and altered. This this block of memory inside of our human brains is going to be different. Uh, anyhow. I'm not fully able to focus or function on a lot of things. And that's what really separates this from a lot of the other colds that I remember having. I mean, this one, yeah, it's, it's, it's messing with my energy levels, all that sort of stuff. Uh, it has been but like the, the brunt of the cold was brutal. You're super sick. I slept pretty much the whole day. Uh, nausea, the whole nine yards. Um, and then afterwards, this lingering haze, this lingering fog, this lack of desire to do anything, which really blows me away. Um, somebody who has, 
way more desire uh, on on a regular basis than than a lot of people. Uh, I I'm constantly motivated to do a lot of things, but this past couple of weeks, I mean, I couldn't get past much. So what did I do? I rewatched Community. Yeah, yeah, the old Dan Harmon show. That shit's priceless. And honestly, that's kind of like I didn't get through all of it, but I mean, if I tried harder, I'm sure I could have. But when you you know when you sit back and you're just like, my head hurts too much to look at any screen, whether it's a cell phone or a, a this or that. Anyway, um, if you're out there and if you're experiencing this, whatever this is, like it's weird. This is the again, this is the one that just made it like this felt like an attack. This felt different. This hurt in my bones. This hurt in my desire. This hurt in a lot of things. But as I look at it, I'm not looking at it as a negative now. I mean, I'm on the other side of it. And what this really was for me was a massive, massive pattern interrupt. What was I paying so much attention to certain things for? I was able to refocus on on uh, certain tasks, certain challenges, certain things I was trying to overcome, certain things that meant a lot to me prior to getting sick, which kind of don't really mean that much now. It's interesting. I mean, one prime example is the Instagram. We never recovered really uh, the Instagram numbers. And I thought to myself, you know, it's 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 not the biggest deal. I mean, the truth is I am 100% real and raw in this podcast. And I get the opportunity to do that whenever I flick record. Um, the Instagram was an algorithm-based attempt. Now, it was 100% us as well, uh, but without the grit. So, I mean, like, was I filtering? Yes and no, because the positivity stuff is 100% accurate. And the free thought stuff is 100% accurate. But it's the blurbs, it's the writing that I put in underneath the captions that that really accentuate, you know, what separates us from other, uh, I guess, meme accounts. And trying to convince myself of the things I was trying to say, because often I try to write as if I'm I'm having a conversation with somebody, somebody that may not understand. Uh, or somebody that understands exactly how society has told them to understand, i.e. where we all started. I try to bring them through. Um, and it doesn't always work. It doesn't always come across. And a lot of the stuff that I was looking at just never resonated with me. So for the past two weeks, none of it resonated. So I couldn't even share it simply because it, it, I wasn't feeling it. Um, and that, that, that that's a huge thing. And then when you realize the numbers go down, you like you're dropping, you know, 4,000, 3,000, 2,000. I mean, some of our last posts were, you know, 30, 40 likes. You know, it's it's almost ridiculous. But you understand that it's it's an algorithm. And you understand that it's not necessarily for you constantly. Like you, not you, but like me. It's not for me to, to constantly do that, to, to focus on that. Um, the people that need to see what they need to see will see it. Whether it's from me or from somebody else or from my account or from a different account. Uh, whether it's a message, what have you. If the person needs to see it, they will see it, wherever it is. So I'm no longer upset with the numbers. <laughs> um, I'm I'm now looking forward to refocusing, refocusing on um, being able to talk about things like the truckers, you know. And that's another thing that's being kiboshed. I mean, we're getting, we're getting silenced everywhere, absolutely everywhere. You're getting silenced if you talk about the truckers, this convoy, this this thing that's that's started in Canada and it's it's gaining global domination. Um, it's what I want to talk about today. It's definitely a big thing. I mean, we were we were going to be in Ottawa for this, but you know, there's so much that goes into that, um, and I don't know how feasible it, it truly is. But I mean, the funny thing too, we got <laughs> we got we got Neil Young attacking um, Joe Rogan. All of these things have taken place over the past 15 days, and I'm sitting back and I'm like, I'm watching all this take place, and I'm like, I can't 
put out an episode right now, I don't have the vocabulary. I don't have the dexterity uh, to, to, to unload something like that. I just, it was all gone. Um, and my voice was shit. There was nothing there. So I just couldn't record. And I had so much to say, but at the same time, I was so confused. <laughs> that was the weirdest part of that cold. I'll tell you that. But I came across this and I'm like, oh man, this shit's hilarious because Bobby sums up exactly what I wanted to say. So I'm going to take, basically, I'm just going to take his TikTok clip right here because he says it perfectly and it's priceless. This Neil Young, I mean, as a Canadian, we grew up, Neil Young was was great. You know, uh, we, we <sighs> Harvest Moon, like some of the stuff was like our childhood music. And he comes out of nowhere at a left field. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Well, I'm just going to play this for you. Musician Neil Young gave Spotify an ultimatum this week that they should either take his music down or take down Joe Rogan. In what can only be described as hilarious, Spotify has agreed to take his music down. Wow, you really showed them, Neil. This dude has a famous song called Rockin' in the Free World. <laughs> cool! What a clown. All Joe Rogan is doing is having conversations, and this dude wants to censor him because he doesn't agree. Peace, Neil. And that says something, right? Right? Joe Joe Rogan can do whatever he wants. You know, I I have a tumultuous relationship with the idea of what Joe Rogan represents um, when it comes really down to the narrative that's being pushed. You know, is he on our side? Is he controlled uh, opposition? Is he the next Alex Jones? You know, is Alex Jones controlled opposition? You know, all of these things run through your mind as somebody who's a free thinker or as somebody who, you know, if you want to be called a conspiracy theorist, right? Well, the conspiracies are out the window. I mean, we're watching propaganda at its fullest. This trucker convoy is not on any of the news channels, really, to the to the extent of what it really is. We're seeing things like they're shutting down gas stations so that these guys can't gas up on route to Ottawa. Uh, I've heard stories that this thing is miles and miles and miles long. You know, it's a possibility that we're going to see the city completely gridlocked for weeks. But it's also a possibility that this turns into a dark BLM thing. And it's so peculiar. This trucker convoy hasn't hit yet, hasn't struck yet, but there are so many things out there. Now, if you talk about it, people get upset now when i say people it used to be people you and me would get upset how dare you go against this how dare you speak against that but now a lot of the free thinkers are like wait a minute i'm seeing the cbc block this i'm seeing this i'm seeing that everything's getting blocked uh, things aren't getting reported i'm getting this sugar coating bullshit i mean shit they even released the movie don't look up and that movie is 100 a knock at all of the media right the media says we're telling you something on television and this is the fact it doesn't matter that you can literally look up and see that it's completely not the fact and they made it very obvious in the movie as it was an asteroid and they're saying that it's not coming that you're fine right but if you look up there it is in the sky so the media is making fun of the media it's actually making fun of us in that movie they're like you guys are <laughs> you're just not looking up <laughs> right and so there's a ton of people who really want to believe this and then you got to ask yourself how far down society's lines did this go how, how deep does this run who are these people that need this to be true? And why aren't you and I the same way? But back to Joe Rogan. Neil Young had a couple records back in the day. Neil Young had a, 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 a good career by all counts. You know? 
at what point do we say to ourselves, I am so important that you, I'm going to go head to head with your policies and what you're doing. You know, I understand if he's like, you know, I just don't agree with this platform and I don't want to share my message with somebody who's pushing this message. I understand that. And he could have just quietly said, you know, please remove me. But what he did was the equivalent of having somebody follow you and then announce to you that they're unfollowing you because of your posts. Like you said this, this, I followed you for years, but you said this, this, and this, and I can no longer support that. So I am out. And the funny thing is nobody went to Spotify. Well, I mean, I'm sure somebody did, but not very many people went to Spotify for Neil Young. So Neil Young made a name for himself again by being a guy that's going against somebody else's freedom of speech. And Joe Rogan's not doing anything other than sharing an opinion on this in this context with regards to the ivermectin. I'm not sure I'm even allowed to say that without getting in trouble. And that's the weird thing. You know, it was odd. It was odd when we were getting censored. And it was odd when we were trying to explain to people that we were getting censored at the very beginning. But they're gone. All of my friends, so many of my 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 uh, Instagram friends that were pushing free thought are gone. Right? Ivermectin is, is was at one point world renowned. Had been for years working helping people with things. <clears throat> and they say now that you're crazy if you push it. What to what end? Why all of a sudden am, am I the devil? if I push something that worked for me or if I'm able to speak about what worked for me when in the the, the history of humanity has this truly been a thing I guess now so many people can speak and so many opinions can be shared maybe for the last couple of decades it really was limited to what you were allowed to see on TV and what channels you subscribe to I don't really, I don't, I don't rightly know, but I do know that the narrative is collapsing. So we shift that narrative over to the truckers right now. And if these truckers are real, and I'm not sitting here saying that they're not real or that they are or what have you, I just want to talk briefly about what they could, what it could represent. And we know that throughout the States, we watched these guys drop, you know, bricks skids and pallets of bricks we know that agent provocateurs were all around causing these riots that took place we know that blm was a terrorist group blm may have started as as a very important movement but blm is was infiltrated or is you know a terrorist organization much like antifa and that doesn't detract from the fact that black lives matter blm is not black lives matter and there's a solid message there's there's a solid focal point out there that I don't know how to say it properly, to be honest with you, but there is this mandate. These, these, these things are attached to, if you don't agree with BLM, you're obviously a fascist, right? So it's like this, this, this message that you must agree with it because why wouldn't you? You're a terrible person. Now there isn't a single person on this planet that wouldn't agree that black lives matter. But what people are failing to see is that in, with regards to this terrorist organization, a lot of people are are failing to see that every single person is literally every person is a matter of, uh, or an expenditure or a um, a display of their what they embrace what they see what they what they absorb um, 
they retract. I mean, racism, for example, racism, you're not born racist, right? You learn it. And we watch things and we're influenced by things and we feel that we're supposed to live up to something. And this is the funniest thing in the entire world. Like we're influenced heavily by the media and have been our entire lives. So we act a certain way. We see a certain thing. We see people saying and doing things that are a certain way. And then we embody those characteristics or we choose to, or when we were young, we, you know, we took a punch, we took a beating or, or somebody was trying to be really tough and, and we had a really bad experience and, and these things, you know, affect us. The media out there will flat out create a narrative. They will create it and they have done forever. They've created this thing that we all acquire to or aspire to and live up to. I mean, we all grew up watching MTV Cribs and, and Pimp My Ride and all this shit, right? We've all grown up under the idea that we need to hunt money. Every single thing that we're doing right now was put into our minds, was put into our heads. You need to do this. These are the things that make you a true and, and prospe- profitable human. So even our who we are to the root core of who we think we are is has been manipulated by somebody telling us who we're supposed to be, Right? So back to the BLM thing. Now we take all of that out and, and racism, racism is stupid. First and foremost, if you're racist, if you hate anybody based on how they look, you're a fucking asshole. Bottom line. Aside from that, I don't care much for it. Anything, any, any which way, right? It's not all of society is a thing. All of this, all of that. It's you. If you look at somebody and say, I don't fucking like you and there's hate inside you, you know, you're a piece of shit. But here's the good news. You being a piece of shit and being aware that you're a piece of shit is your very first opportunity to change who you are. And that's really what it comes down to. I mean, there's a point in my life where I was an absolute piece of shit. And I had to go that dark to understand that it was fucking wrong and dumb and stupid and horrible. And the only person I was hurting was me because at the end of every day and at the end of every interaction I ever had with anybody, I ended up leaving. And I was always left at night with my own thoughts of who I was and what I did and what I said and how I acted. And I'm the only person that I'm actually hurting. And every single person I went out there and physically did hurt or however it worked out, they're out there dealing with whatever it is they're dealing with. Right? So it's me. It's me. I'm the one that that hurts myself. You being a piece of shit, you're the only one that hurts you. Every single time that something goes against what you want it to go against, it's you that has to actually stand back and be like, fuck, this is on me. I can't do something stupid and get mad at the world around me for it. Even though I'm taught to. Even though I'm taught to point the finger at somebody else. You take full accountability and full responsibility for yourself. Now, off the topic of racism, off the topic of BLM, we have these truckers rolling through all of Canada. Are they on our side? Are they are they speaking for freedom? I hope so. But we also know that this whole thing, this whole bullshit thing has been a narrative. This whole COVID thing has been a narrative. It's been an idea. It's been it's been a, a push. It's 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 propaganda at its absolute fullest. So as somebody who's questioned the narrative as it's rolled through consistently, I have to ask what the fuck is going on with these truckers? Are they part of the narrative or are we finally at a breaking point where something's happening that the narrative makers aren't in control of. And that's kind of a cool thing. That's a cool thought to have. 
but it's hard to wrap your head around completely. Like only time can tell and only time will play this out. But if we have another one of those stupid, you know, January 6th scenarios where obviously a fake group of people, agent provocateurs again, raided an empty parliament building. You know, if we have something that looks similar to that, you have to believe that this is not going to be the way it is. And here's the thing about Canadians. If the, if this is a narrative and if they've created this narrative to be pushed through, the one thing that they've forgotten is that most Canadians are very peaceful on a regular basis. These We are a, a peaceful brood. We will go and we will sit and we will, you know, stir the pot. Sure. But we're not going to attack you. Somebody who has Canadian morals and values is kind and courteous. Are there going to be maniacs here? Probably. But here's the thing. If there are agents and if there are people inside the, the quote unquote trucking community that are, you know, going to try and instill violence, I can guarantee you that the majority of the truckers will not be dissuaded by it. The majority of the Canadians will not be dissuaded by it. What I'm liking about this, however, is that you're seeing it make the rounds all over the social medias. So I'm seeing friends in Australia. I'm seeing friends in Sweden. I'm seeing friends in Norway talking about this trucker convoy that's heading to Ottawa. And I think it's amazing. And like I said earlier in the podcast, I wanted to be there for this, but I'm telling you, I think it's going to be much bigger than, than we could possibly have predicted. I think the city could very well get jammed for the next two weeks or more. And that would be interesting because, you know, here we are at a point where our fearless leader gets COVID the day before, right? Another, another narrative push. This guy's not going to address anybody. Right, these guys seem organized. They've got that 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 GoFundMe that's up. Last time I checked, it was up over five million dollars. Right, and then the, the prime minister's like, "They're terrorists." Right, like what the the same guy that said, "Thank a trucker," you know, the tweet, "Thank a trucker." He's deeming these people terrorists because they're finally standing up because somebody finally stood up. Now, you and me, as much as we want to stand up, it doesn't matter if we stand up. We're just Neil Young yelling at Joe Rogan. <laughs> but when a union or when a body stands up that can truly do something, a collection of individuals, a unified organized collection of individuals just so happens to be our Canadian truckers and our American truckers and our American friends stopping at the border, driving up to the border. Those that can get across are coming across. Those that can't aren't. Everyone's doing their part in this and everyone's just simply being seen. How much more do we have to deal with from the government? How much more do we have to deal with these lockdowns, these mandates? Bro, it's been over two years. People can't fucking go to a restaurant. How on earth are restaurants even still a thing? They're, what are they holding on to? It's almost impossible. Imagine shutting down just out the gate being like, you know what? We're done. If anyone could have seen this lasting as long as it is, I guarantee you that you're going to see that. But we're seeing a transfer of wealth, right? Now, here's the biggest thing about this as well. If this is narrative push, obviously, which I think it is, and I think we all think it is. But if this is what it appears to be, and the government backs down, what comes next? Do we just accept that these guys are fucking tyrants and that, that we clearly live in a... In, in 
garbage because nobody really cares to listen to the news or listen to the authorities because the authorities aren't saying anything that's legit. They're just saying stuff. They're just living in fear porn. And people are sick of it. Like, like the hand has been played. The hand has been dealt. So unless the government literally just backs the fuck off completely and just lets people do whatever the hell they're going to do, you know, you start asking questions like, why do we even need these pricks in the first place? You know, so it like, are we looking at the, the beginning of the very end of the collapse of our, like, is this the beginning? Is this the collapse of society of civilization? Is it possible? And would it even collapse? Because I think what would happen is they would fight because they own the police, right? They own all the military. They would fight us and they would try to make neighbor versus neighbor fight each other, which they're already doing. But if we don't fight, you know, if we just, just disagree, what are you going to do? Put us all in jail? I mean, it's kind of where we are right now. They just locked us all down. Right. But if everyone just, if everyone just said, fuck this, fuck this and fuck you. Well, then I think we'd have a difference of an opinion. Like, you know, you can't, if I'm not afraid of you and if I've got nothing to lose, then why am I, you know, what control do you have over me? And these guys, they're, they're they're terrified of like, oh, control is what I look at it. So any way you slice this, if there's going to be agent provocateurs, if there's going to be, you know, good versus evil, I don't know how you want to talk about this. You know, these truckers are going to be a thing. Like it's, it's happening and how it plays out will be very interesting. I, for one, 100% support the message, the movement. I support all of it. The Mental Mastery Alliance stands behind the truckers. I'm not in a truck. I can't get out there with them on the road. But I can talk about it, and I can share it, and I can support it, and I can love it, and I can understand the message, and I can understand the frustration. And remember, people, this isn't about vaccines. You know, I don't think that there's any person listening to the show right now that thinks it is. Because who cares? Everybody's vaccinated. Like, just be done with it. Just be done with it. Everybody that's going to get vaccinated got vaccinated. Let's move on. There's no more sickness. There's no more fear of imminent grandma killing. There's no more nothing. Nobody gives a shit. Everybody gets this cold and they fucking move on. Why is Ontario, for the most part, and Canada as well, still in full prison lockdown? Right? And to my American friends listening to the show, I mean, I don't think you guys understand how crazy it is up here still. Like, it's it's gnarly. It's next level. It's, it's almost embarrassing. Like we're supposed to be a free country yet. There's so many things we can't do. And if we talk about it, there's a lot of people pre-programmed to be like, how dare you put yourself above the, 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 the group, right? Well, the group is crushed, right? And the thing is we're anyone that's speaking out again about it is fighting as well for anyone that isn't speaking out about it. You may not believe that it's happening. <laughs> you may, you may, I don't know how, but you may still believe in the, the good of Justin Trudeau and the good of our Canadian government and these people are here to help. Fuck me. You may believe that. And if you do, I just want a taste of what you're drinking. But at the end of the day, you're totally entitled to have that opinion. You're totally entitled to believe that. And I'm not even sitting here saying that I have the right to tell you what you're entitled to. But I am saying, why would you attack somebody else who may believe something different? instead of asking them how they got to where they are with what they believe. Why would you pigeonhole yourself into supporting and raging on behalf of the machine when you can question why the other half is confused? And every single time I try to question why one of the guys believes what they're saying and what the narrative is, I met with the same jargon. I met with the same rhetoric. Well, why would they lie? How could they lie? How could this be anything other than what they say it is? 
And then they t- they talk to you like, how could this be anything but what they say it is? It's like, all right, well, clearly by the tone of your voice, you've shut down entirely to a, the possibility that there's something else going on. But why would you want to do that, right? And again, I represent free thought. I stand before you only wanting to think freely. I don't want answers. I don't have answers. This isn't a show full of answers. I'm not going to tell you how to do stuff. Unless, of course, you want your website built or you want some sort of success blueprint or you're looking to work with a coach. Then we can give you some answers. But as far as this goes, this general conversation, this beautiful podcast, this wonderful, stunning audience, you guys are amazing. Uh, I don't know what else to say, man. Neil Young, you're hilarious. Way to cancel yourself. Joe Rogan, and way to, way to attack myself as well. Neil Young attacked me by attacking Joe Rogan. You see, because I have a podcast on Spotify as well. And I don't necessarily agree with the narratives. And last time I checked, Neil Young, you're not a doctor. So just like your lovely argument for everybody else who says these things, Joe Rogan may not be a doctor, but neither are you. So Joe Rogan heard some stuff and talked about it. And you heard some stuff and talked about it. What makes your stuff more appropriate than his stuff? And what makes you any different than him by you attempting to use your power to rile against Joe Rogan? Neil Young, your... What's that lyric? Old man, take a look at me now. I'm a lot like you. I don't know what happened to you, bro. Uh, Maybe this is just another version of who you're supposed to be and, and the narrative that you're supposed to play in this role. Maybe you're just, maybe somebody just tugged your meat puppet strings again, Uh, but you were expendable, obviously. And this is what happened. As for the truckers, if you're listening to this, you motherfuckers are the backbone of society. You always have been. It's about damn time. You're getting some recognition and it's about damn time that you guys are honored for standing up for what's right for the rest of the world. Who doesn't have a big enough body to do that. The mental mastery Alliance and me, myself, I stand 100% behind you guys and what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Uh, We will be paying attention for the agent provocateurs in and within the group. There is always a jackass. um, But as far as the majority of the group goes, we're all friendly Canadians. We're all going to bind together. I know a ton of restaurants. Uh, If you guys are looking for a meal uh, and if you haven't got anyone to, to reach out, if you are listening, hit us up info at the mental mastery Alliance. I can give you a list of all of the places offering free food to the truckers. Uh, and to anybody that's doing all that uh, out there, restaurants galore are coming together. Restaurants are are restaurants and gyms were were hit were crushed by this, uh, and they are 100 behind and supporting uh, these truckers. This movement, uh, we need to do something. We, we got to take back some sort of power. We got to we got to stand up. Um, and it's not even bad that we're at this point in time. I don't think. I think that being pushed to take this stance is fucking stunning. It's such a beautiful piece of human growth that that we're witnessing right now. Where it goes next week, who knows? Do I backtrack any of this? No, because I covered it all. I covered all the possibilities for the most part. And, you know, I do know too that the the any single time anyone's in the in the history of Canada stood up against the government, they've met with force. The government has come back and attacked. Every peaceful protest has been met with force. You just ask the Native Americans. Native Canadians. Just ask anybody that's ever said, may we have some clean drinking water. You know, we live in a weird time. We live in a weird time. And Neil Young, you're hilarious. 
Canadian truckers, American truckers, everyone supporting, everyone sharing this message everywhere, everyone posting this on their Instagram, their Twitter, uh, all around the world. Um, these guys are fighting for all of us. They're fighting for the narrative, whether we want to believe in them or not. They're fighting for the narrative. They're fighting. They're, they're fighting for. They're fighting against the narrative. They're fighting against the mandates. They're not fighting against health. And I'm telling you, times are a changing, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for listening to me ramble. Even though I coughed a few times, I don't have a cough button. Ah, uh, not yet. But I do have other buttons. I have a laugh track. Uh, isn't that nice? These guys love what I have to say. It's always a good time. But enough of that business. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.